Hey girls, welcome to Girl Talk. I'm Heather and this is Created Woman's Podcast, where we are a community of women learning to dream, live life on purpose, and explore our faith. Every show, I get to chat with friends who will share their personal journey of discovering their purpose and running after their dreams one dream step at a time. Thanks for joining us. This is Girl Talk. Hey friends, I am so excited about our very first podcast for Created Woman. It's been a dream for so long to launch this podcast and just to be able to share and talk with real women and have real conversations about their dreams and how they do it. But I have to tell you another reason I'm super excited about our first podcast. It's because our first guest has been my very own dream launcher friend for over 10 years. Her name is Cheryl Luke. Our friendship is one of the big reasons Created Woman even exists. It's true. We started meeting weekly back in 2010 to talk about our dreams, encourage each other, and write down our dream steps for the week. It's where the term dream launcher friend came from and one you will hear Created Woman talk about all the time. It's because of our own journey. I believe every woman should have a friend just like Cheryl. And together, we're going to share our stories of how and why having a dream launcher friend is imperative to discovering God-sized dreams. Cheryl is a speaker, influencer to generations, coach, mentor, and writer. And I can't wait for you to hear her story and how she is running her race today. Okay, I can't wait for you to meet her, our very first guest. Cheryl Luke. Okay. Well, hey, Cheryl. Hey, Heather. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Thank you for... This is our first podcast. I'm so excited to be the first. Like, legit. Yeah. This is our first one. Right. So, I couldn't ask for a better person. Mm. And this is the first of many. The first of many. Right. So, we're going to say episode one of... Many. Many. Yep. So... Well, I wanted to ask you to be our first one because, you know, we're on a month of dreams mm-hmm. where everything that we're doing at Creative Woman is dreams. And so you've been my dream launcher friend for years, yeah. years and years. And so I kind of just want to just tell everybody and talk to us um, about just how how we lo- help each other launch dreams and all of that. But before we do that, how do we know each other? Well, we worked together. We worked together. At a church here in Austin. Yep. And you were the dance... <laughs> I was the dance director. <laughs> no flags. We did not do flags. No. Just and to you clarify. You are a trained ballet dancer. Thank you. <laughs> and you're really good. I don't know if I can touch my toes anymore, though. Oh, okay. I tried this morning. It was really hard. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but I have video to prove it. You should show some of that video on uh, your website. Not yeah. doing it? No. <laughs> Thought I'd try. If you sing. That's not going to happen. I'll dance behind okay. you. Oh. Okay. Okay, so maybe we do a video. You okay. heard it here. Down. I'm We're down. doing a video. You're singing. You're I'm going to break it out. Okay. I'm down for that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so pretty long time because I was, when we met, I was dancing and you were, we were both on staff. Right. That was like 2003. So a long time ago. Yeah, we were like 15. That's exactly right. right. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yes, yes. And we haven't aged at all. 
Who ages? Not me. Right. <laughs> we could see a picture of us now and then and would know which hair was. Maybe our hair would tell it. Tell it. And my hair always changes. So yeah, yeah. And I have pink now, so that's very obvious. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so we've known each other for a long time, and we are on staff, and we were friends. But something kind of shifted. Right. Around. 2010 is before I had kids right um and I do you remember what happened I do okay I remember it being in your office I remember it being before my office oh okay so then go. so we were doing gift exchanges or something during a Christmas mm-hmm. holiday season and um, we were in the lobby area and we decided that we should get together and then we went to my office, and oh, what happened? That's what happened. And I just, even when, like we said that was 2010, but in 2006 when I got married, you sang our first dance. Oh. Do you remember? I do. You sang At Last as mine and Hoyt's I first dance as a married couple. I remember that. And you made me and all of my bridesmaids our jewelry. I remember that too. <laughs> Silver. They're beautiful. 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 They're like beads. Uh Everybody had the long earrings and a bracelet to match. That's right. So, mm mm-hmm. Yeah, so you launched my dreams then. Right. I love it. it. (laughs) The launching dreams. Because I was born. I was like, can you make little... (laughs) (laughs) They were pretty. They were very pretty, and they're in my little keepsake, so I still have them. Yeah. That's pretty cool. But 2010, Mm -hmm. we were sitting in your office. You had, like, a real office. I had a cubicle. You had an office. (laughs) (laughs) So we were sitting there, and what I remember, we were talking. I don't even remember everything we were talking about, but you you did this thing that you do a lot where you leaned forward. Mm, I hear about that. And you know, you know, when you lean forward, you know, we know you're about to say something. And you leaned forward and you said, should we start meeting weekly? Mm. And I said, yes. And that's how it started. Wow. I don't even remember what we were talking about, but I know we were talking about what we wanted to do or things, dreams. In our heart. In our heart. Yeah. That were not here. And cut to nine years, eight years later, lots of those things have come true. Right. Do you remember going to She Speaks? Yes. Those speakers and writers conference. Yes. That was before Hope was born. That was before Hadley was born. No, our first conference, I left my two-month-old baby. That's right. Why do I keep calling Hope Hadley? Because I do it all the time, too. It was before Hadley was born. That we signed up for it. Right. So in my mind, I'm like, oh, my new baby, she'll be two months, it'll be fine, I can leave. And you did. And I did, but I was like, what did I do? But it was great. And what I remember is us being on the way home, delirious, and on... In the airport, there's a moving walkway. Yes. Thank you for traveling with us. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> As people were passing by, yes, we were on the movable, to, just to give everyone a visual, in the airport, how you get on those movable walkways. Yeah. Tired, exhausted, three days of intense conference that she speaks right. um, through Proverbs 31 Ministries, and bags, carrying our bags, yes. which were heavy. And as people, we didn't walk. We just stood still and stood to the side as the ele- floor moved us. Right. And as people were walking by, we were saying, thanks for flying with us. Thanks for, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for coming. <laughs> so good to see you. <laughs> Come back again. <laughs> we got some really strange looks. Yeah. Some people played along. 
They did. <laughs> they they walk- sure did. They did. They said, yeah. you're welcome. <laughs> nice to be here. <laughs> Fun times. We were owning our space. We were owning our space because yeah. we didn't do well at that conference. No. So we felt really like defeated. Yeah. Because there were some major players at that conference, and yes. we thought we were going in like, oh, we're going to write a book. And. And. <laughs> we came home. We came home. <laughs> but now we have some things oh, that yeah. we've, yeah. So much has happened since So then. much has happened. So, with it being dreams, you know, we were launching dreams then and didn't even know it. Right. We became what's known in the creative woman world as dream launchers. And you got to have your dream launcher friend. And that's what we were doing, mm-hmm. not even not even knowing that there was no process in place. Right. There was no one telling us what to do. Right. We just knew that we needed to meet. Every week. Every week. And we made space for it. Right. Even with baby, busy schedules, mm-hmm. we made space for it and um, created this thing that launched us right. into believing in ourselves. Mm-hmm going after things and now it's part of in created woman it's our in our monthly event we have dream launcher time with a template that we have created based off our years of meeting together that's beautiful it's in our study guide yeah it's everywhere is that crazy i i think it's crazy but i i believe that's how god works Mm. you know he is always in the background shifting and adjusting and making things happen and we're just living life yeah and you get down the road and you look back and you say oh my gosh Lord you've been working on my behalf all this time yeah this was your plan mm. I didn't know it but this was part of your plan yeah for sure and sometimes it's a little tricky we say yes to something before we know the big picture exactly. or usually do yeah yeah which I'm glad we did but well, I think sometimes if we know what is coming yeah we would mess it up because we oh, have yeah. so many great ideas for sure that probably wouldn't ever work no no so when we started meeting I think it was in that season we, we realized that this was important and that we needed to keep this up and so I just want to help women that are listening listening today that have dreams and might feel like they don't know what to do I kind of just want to share with them what we did that was so easy that became so valuable mm-hmm. and why it worked and just Real quickly, because I want to get on to other things. I want to hear what you're doing, what dreams you're launching now. and But I want to give first, up front, some practical tools and tips to everyone of what our meetings looked like. Mm-hmm. Because we've shared it before in person with different people. We even, even had a couple people ask us, can I come sit in on your meeting? That's right. <laughs> That's right. Like, can I just come sit and listen? Like, um, okay. Okay. Then, <laughs> yeah. Um. But so we first started meeting just at Barnes and Nobles. We did. <laughs> then we moved over to First Watch. Yes. Then we incorporating food because we because our meetings are lasting longer. <laughs> <laughs> we were hungry. That's right. <laughs> and I became pregnant again twice, so right. it was necessary to eat. <laughs> <laughs> food is always necessary. Yes. Um, but so all we would do we'd come and meet, grab our coffee, and have our journal. Which was essential because it kept a record of what we mm-hmm. talked about, what we were doing during the week, and what we wanted to do in the future. Yeah, yeah. So we would be together for about an hour and a half to two hours. Right. Um, it allowed, We had the time because the church we worked at, um, 
we met on Wednesday mornings and we had Wednesday night church. Right. So we had the mornings free. Mm-hmm. So you might not, everybody might not have those two hours, but I think you can work it in somewhere. Absolutely. I think it's possible. And that's how we figured it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes when I have babies, they would just come with me. Right. Or I came to your house. We did. That's right. We did do that a couple of times. Um, so we would sit down. And what I remember, and we still do, I say remember like we still do it. We still do it, just not every week anymore because, right. you know, you're traveling all the time now. And just so, <laughs> which you're going to get to, <laughs> we're, we're, we have launched so many dreams. We we're not here all the time, right. which is exciting in itself. Mm-hmm. So we would sit down and one of us would go first. So how would that look like? Okay. So we'd sit down and one of us would say, what are you working on? Or what have you done since last week? Mm-hmm. We'd look at our page. We take it, had um, take no, taken notes during the week. Um, and we just walk through one by one some of the things that we um, accomplished. Even the things that were on the list that we didn't get accomplished, we talked about. We talked about why we didn't accomplish them mm-hmm. and how we were going to get them done. I remember there were tears. Do you remember oh. we'd cry sometimes? Yes, because, ugly cries. Um, we were so passionate about what was on our heart and um, so um, determined to see some mm-hmm. of the things happen. Mm-hmm. And while we talked about our dreams, we also talked about life yeah. and some of the things that were happening in our yes. lives during that time. And it gave us an opportunity to not just pray in the moment, but to be praying for one yeah. another during the week. Well, I think what it does when you talk not just about your goals, but about life, mm-hmm. and you find that partner that can you can share it all with, then you became that third party that saw the big picture. Right. And when I would say cr- something crazy like, I want to do this, you would say, well, how does that work with your family? And I might say, I don't care. And you're like, no, that does matter. Right. Or something. Yeah. You know, that's when you're sharing your whole life with that dream launcher friend they can piece things together that and bring balance bring where balance. Um, you might be off yeah right yes and truth telling right because we need you can't just be oh that's wonderful mm-hmm. it, it's because it's not because some of it's from the lord and some of it's just from you right you know right so so we would sit there each person sharing life and every now and then we would share so much i remember that we'd have the last 15 minutes just to kind of write down right but that was so important for us to share. You would go or I would go. And then before we wrote, both of us would have shared everything without writing. Sometimes we would write mm-hmm. a note. Um, but I think even in between, there are moments of, have you thought about this? Or what if you took this road versus that road? Yes. Yes. And share contacts. Right. Do and I think I also want to say that um, some of the conversations that came from an idea that could have been passed over mm. um, led to some really great works. Yeah. And so it's so important to make sure that you're just not throwing, um, that when someone, when your dream launcher friend throws out ideas that you're really listening because mm-hmm. some of them are throwaways. Some of the ideas might yeah. be throwaways. But not all of them. Yes. And it's important to um, really pay attention, I would say, with the eyes of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. And that you're listening with your whole heart so that when when something is presented, you know whether it's good or yeah. bad or if it's something that you need to discuss further. Mm-hmm. Put on a shelf for later. Right. Yeah. And I, I, um, 
I just remember always feeling like that not only would we leave feeling ready to go or Mm -hmm. what's next, but I felt like we were able to minister to one another in moments, Mm -hmm. whether it was encouraging words, Mm -hmm. um, whether it was through the tears or whatever, maybe anger. Right. There was anger moments, not between us, but you know, we're just normal people. and being, leaving knowing that I had been ministered to, right. whether it was just because you listened or gave me a specific word or whatever. Right. And I think that's when you when you pick someone, which we didn't even know we were picking each other, which exactly. is crazy. It's natural. And yeah. so I think that's important for women to hear that it's a natural mm-hmm. process, not a forced. Right. Um, there might be intentionality. There was intentionality, but not... Oh, you will meet with me. Right. Um, And I would say, too, that um, you might, someone might choose a dream launcher friend that may be temporary Mm. or it may not be a good fit. And you have to be willing to walk away and Mm. wait until that right one comes. That's really good. Yeah, that's really good because I always see things as seasons anyway. Right. And... You know, the dreams that I had in 2010, some of those that were accomplished or were talked about, I don't, are completed Mm -hmm. or I don't want to do anymore. And so just the same way as dreams are seasons or life is seasons, there are people that come into your life for a specific person. I I heard the phrase recently, their destiny relationships. Mm. And I've been using that a lot lately. And I think... um, Sometimes we take it for granted mm-hmm. who's in our life, but also when people leave our life, we think it's what happened, where they go. But the reality is, life just changes. Right. You move, you whatever, but they were a part of your destiny in that season. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's that's good. That's really good. So then we'd wrap up by writing down five things, is what I remember. We yes. would do. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> we did. Yeah. What are the five things? Mm-hmm. And that keeps you on track. Yeah. And it um, creates accountability. Yeah. Give an example of what one of those five things could be. One of those five things could be to make a phone call to mm-hmm. a contact. Mm-hmm. It could be to um, pray about a specific direction that you want to go in. Yeah. Um, read a book. Yeah be so simple Mm -hmm. and I remember when we started meeting I said I don't remember what time it was first second or maybe first month I have this thing called created women that I've been thinking about right and it's supposed to be a magazine and it was scared that it scared me the bejeebies the bejeebies (laughs) I won't say other words that's a good word (laughs) But what I remember, what makes me laugh about that is that we brought in a friend who you said, we need to invite this girlfriend in. And you just, it was one of those things you knew mm-hmm. to bring her in. And so we brought her in and um, we were at Barnes and Nobles and I spilled everything. And she said, well, you need to start a blog first. And I said, what's a blog? That's right. <laughs> yes. 2010. I mean, blogs are around, but I wasn't reading them. Right. That's great. <laughs> That's great. And eight years later, nine years later, yeah, here you are. There's like ten writers. We yeah. have a couple of books, and right. the blog is going strong. And the magazine happened. The magazine happened for three year, four right. years, right? 
And I, I go back to that where I said earlier, sometimes the Lord tells you something and it's like a trick. Yeah. I say that, but it's not a trick, but that's how he got us started because I thought that was super cool. Right. And it was. And it was. And But I wouldn't have said yes probably to ministry. Mm. And he knew what I would say yes to. Right. He had to get you there. Yeah, he had to get me there. Through the blog and the magazine. Because I was just dancing. Right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but, yeah. I, you know, let's talk about that magazine yeah. for a minute. Because um, even though you were excited about the magazine, it was not easy. No. And how did you, and I know you're, we're talking, but how did you um, accomplish and continue when it wasn't easy? And you had family. Yeah, that was supposed to be my question for you. But I I'm going to ask you. I know. Here I go. <laughs> but that's a really good question. Um, you know, well, thankfully, because of the job, I didn't just dance at the church, obviously. You know that. But I also helped with production and um, different things like that. I was on the creative team. So putting together a magazine actually wasn't, I didn't see it as hard. Right. Because of what we did all the time sure I knew what pieces were needed I knew I knew who was needed I had relationships with people that could help with that and so I think to get started with something like that that might have been the hard part and um, you just end up finding how the day can start a lot earlier mm. than what you're used to sure and that's what I remember is um, it was during that season that I because I, had, when we launched the magazine, my daughter was, I think she had just turned one, um, maybe earlier, and I learned how to get up really early, and how to uh, work during nap times, and just what, what a lot of moms do, right. and ask for help, and people were helping, and so I think th there was not ever balance. I don't think there is a lot of balance or seasons of. You know, um, right now I have to put more emphasis over here right. than over here. Mm -hmm. And that to me is balance. Right. You're not going to have equal everywhere. You can't. So I think just during that season, they were, because we only, we produced four magazines a month. So when it was editing time season for those two or three weeks, it was early mornings. Early mornings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So, but... I want to jump to you. Okay. So part of our your dreams back then was speaking more. And now you are literally traveling all over speaking. And so I just want to first go back to then when you were dreaming that. And then how from that point to here do you see the, pro the process? And how did that work? How did you know that was something that was in you? First of all, I, going way back, I never wanted to speak because I didn't think that it was, um, I didn't think I was called to do that. Mm. I thought that I was called to help people um, get to that place. But as time progressed and I got older, there was just something in me that um, um, came alive 
when I had a mic in my hand. You know, I I used to sing, Mm -hmm. and so that's what I thought I would do all of my life. And I Mm -hmm. would always say, if I'm not, if you don't find me in the church singing worship, look for me in a nightclub (gasps) singing, you know, next to a piano with a long formal dress on. (laughs) We're coming. I'll bring my my dancer friends. You know, singing jazz or something, but as I got older, I knew that that's the, the singing wasn't what I should be doing, it was speaking. Mm-hmm. And I was really intimidated by it on one hand, but on the other hand knew without a shadow of a doubt that that is what I should be doing. Yeah. Now we go back eight or ten years, mm-hmm. and we talked about it eight or ten years ago, but things didn't start happening until... Yeah three or four years ago. Yeah. So you're blowing and going with creative I don't women think I was blowing and, going. and doing, you know, your blog and the magazines and, and all of the events and I remember and I think this is important, I remember sitting thinking, God, is this ever gonna happen? Mm. This dream mm-hmm. is here and yeah. I know that it's not me because it's not something that I wanna do. How is it going to manifest? And I just did what I knew to do, and that was to do my work, to keep dreaming, yeah. to keep writing, to keep meeting, to keep speaking it, and to keep developing myself, yeah. and to keep reading, and um, and not try to make it happen. I, I, I don't know how, because I'm a driver in some ways, yeah. but um, I believe it's God's grace in, in me, because I'm a driver, that for some reason I didn't try to make this happen. Mm. And I'm so grateful. Yeah. Um, and I've met so many amazing people along the way. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think it's interesting how um, now we can look back and, you know, you say that you said something to the fact that you didn't want to, but or when you had a microphone in your head, hand, you came alive. But people always saw you when you walked onto a stage or into a room and spoke mm-hmm. there's always been power in your message and I you would hear that and I think today you still hear it and you're like uh, I don't think so, right. you know but there always has been and so I think what people and I actually used you as an example a few weeks ago we have a new leadership on creative women and and you are most of their mentors like from afar Mm -hmm. and they brought you up as an example of they want to be a speaker like you and and I said okay so let me just tell you what I saw for years behind the scenes that's good um how she was at work till six and how she was doing the work it wasn't that she just walk on a stage and had all this where people can think that now when they follow you but all the prep work for years, the nitty gritty, the mm-hmm. getting up early, the staying up late, you know, all of that. Because right. you are that person that I know if I text at 5.30, you're probably going to be awake working as well. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So I think that's important for people to hear because you were asking when is it going to happen and so many wonder that. Right. But there was refining Absolutely. Going on all that time. And you know what else is interesting? I'm not 25. We joked earlier mm-hmm. about <laughs> our age, but I, um, I'm in my 50s. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that things happen for people at the same stage yeah. of life. And um, I don't know why the Lord has begun to open doors for me at this stage of life. 
but um, looking back, I, I'm grateful that it happened for me now. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, for anybody that's listening, I think it's important to understand that God's timing is critical. Yeah. And our responsibility as individuals is to trust Him with His timing. N- not sit back and wait. Do all of the things that yeah. you need to do to prepare. Do the work that yeah. God has for you right now. Whatever that is that you're doing, do it well. And um, it happens. It, his will will prevail yes because you were doing the work and we we both created one sheets because we learned that oh my goodness we sure did. so even and i think that's where i i, I chuckle sometimes when i think about what we did do mm-hmm. like oh well, everybody's doing this we have to do this right. and that's i think okay because you're figuring out the puzzle pieces as right. you go you can't just sit you can't be driven by that yes but it's okay to work the work process. the process because through that the Lord I think reveals himself exactly you know I always say faith without works is nothing right and sometimes we think well this is the dream God's given me so I'm just gonna wait till it happens right and there is times of waiting right but there's times of work and you did a lot of work. So for the women that are listening today, we have two, I feel like with this conversation, there's two people. There are people living out their dream. Mm-hmm. They're hit, they've hit their stride or what that seems like from the, you know, and then there's another group that are where you said earlier, when is this going to happen? And so for both women, first for the women that are um, wondering, when is this going to happen? What did you learn in that process? Like one or two nuggets that you feel like, this is what they need to hear. Yeah. First of all, the Lord knows you. He mm-hmm. sees you. He called you. And um, time is really not of essence, if I don't know the right word to say, yeah. but He knows the perfect timing. Yeah. And because we live such um, finite lives, we think things have to happen within a specific time frame. Yes. And if we would just yield and this might sound churchy, but I'm a church girl. Yeah, okay. If we would just yield to um, um, his his leanings, if we would lean into him, mm-hmm. and if we would do the work before us, and if we would learn to look inside and listen to some of the um, the old folks used to say unctions that are mm-hmm. that are happening on the inside, and do those little things, do the yeah. little things. Um, it's going to happen. Yeah. It will happen. It will happen in God's timing. And if it's in you, if something is burning in you, it's probably God. Yes. It's probably the Lord. It's probably um, something that He has um, placed in you that nobody else has. Yeah. And it's a work that you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Just do what you know to do and do yeah. it well. That's so good. Yeah, and don't force it. Don't force it. Which is what I call the Sarah syndrome. Yeah, don't Don't force force it. it. Yeah. And so for the girl that's saying, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is happening. Right. It's all starting. Mm -hmm. How or what would you tell them, one, to keep them grounded? Right. And why? Like, there's a reason God gives this platform. Right. So what would you say to that girl that's going? I would say to her, go ahead, girl. (laughs) That's the first thing I would say. And secondly, I would say, don't go at it alone. And don't mm-hmm. be afraid to bring people along with you. I think when you, are, when you begin to realize your dream, it's 
scary to bring other people along for the ride because they might take from you or they may get noticed and you may not get no, may yeah. not get mo- noticed. Um, but again, I go back to purpose and what God has for you yeah. and what God has for them. You may be the person that God is using as a launching pad for somebody yeah. else. And they may end up being the one and you may end up being a support. But if you think about eternity and all that God has for us in eternity... It doesn't matter. Yeah. Doing what God has called you to do matters. It matters. And um, stay grounded and um, remember your community and make sure mm-hmm. you're bringing somebody alongside. I think that's good. Mm-hmm. Because we've done a good job at doing that. We can't meet anymore. But now me, you, and Lynn right. are all Dream Launcher friends now. That's the right. past three years, really, I think. Mm-hmm. It's been the three of us. And then and then sometimes we go to the lake, to Katarina's right. house, to right. have... Um, dream days right so let's talk about that for a second I didn't even think about that but I think that's important how Mm -hmm. seasons shift so we went from weekly for a good I remember solid five maybe six years years yes a solid right like my husband knew I was like it's Wednesday I'm out right (laughs) my husband knew too (laughs) he will know (laughs) (laughs) yeah but then when things started shifting because of life right um we didn't say, I guess that doesn't work anymore. Right. We found new strategies. Exactly. It's what we say a lot, purpose in life will never change, but your strategy will constantly change. And so we meet, me, you, and Lynn, we just had breakfast last week. And caught up. And caught up for like two hours. Right. You had an iPad full of notes. Right. <laughs> I used props. <laughs> you did. <laughs> Lynn brought gifts. Mm, you know, right. we all had our, our thing of, and we all had our turn. Right. And then three to four times a year, we are with our other friend, Katarina, where she invites us out for a whole day of strategy and vision. And I think if you're not in a community or tribe like that, you're missing out because I know that you have reeled me back in several times Mm -hmm. um, because I think we can do that. We'll we'll get isolated or God's called me to do this. And you're like, has he? Right. <laughs> what you sure about say? that? What did he say and how did, did he say it? Right. Yeah. So, and be careful to say God said, mm-hmm. I feel like when you're mm-hmm. sharing your dreams, because we, I it think may it, be Cheryl said. It, it may God. be Cheryl said. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So with that, what, what do you think is the most important with having a tribe like that as far as choosing your tribe? I, again, have to go back to leaning into the direction of the Holy Spirit and knowing um, knowing who you are and knowing who is around you and yeah. identifying that one person who um, can benefit from, from you, but you can also benefit from mm-hmm. them uh, because some relationships can be awfully one-sided. Yeah. And I think seasonally that's okay, but long-term, yeah. you've got to have people in your life that um, can give and take. Yeah. And um, when I think that's about it, it's give critical. And take. It's critical. I think I, some people I've seen want to do this dream launcher thing and it's all about one, it's one-sided. Right. And, and it it's has, not. It's not. At all. And I keep thinking about when you mentioned um, going to the, to the lake mm-hmm. and um, what that looks like and how we don't have the we don't have the ability to do that regularly. Yeah. And um, it's not just about strategy. 
Yeah. That that day is um, it's beautiful, and it, mm-hmm. um, Katerina sets it up so yeah. wonderfully, and she is intentional about um, mm-hmm. the decor. She's yeah. intentional about the gifts that she gives yeah. us, and and the meal that she shares, mm-hmm. and it really sets us up for um, thinking creative creatively yeah. and. Um, to um, strategize in our conversations yeah. and um, that's important too I think yeah. your atmosphere is that's good important yeah. when you're when you're when you're going deep when you're taking deep dives like mm-hmm. that make sure you know where you are and yeah. what's around you and your environment is set yeah. up for, um, for it that. might not be screaming babies might not be screaming there's a babies. moment I said I can't bring her anymore that's right because she was moving too much that's right so <laughs> that's exactly right yeah Okay, so to wrap things up, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. Okay. So we're talking about dreams, mm-hmm. all what it's been for eight years, and now you are in the midst of accomplishing one of your dreams. Mm-hmm. But what is your new God-sized dream that you can share? Yep. My new God-sized dream is to, one of them, I'll share one of them, is to bring women in ministry together. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we all do different things. And when I say women in ministry, mm-hmm. I mean the woman who is at a in the marketplace mm-hmm. um, leading like a boss. Mm-hmm. And she's that's her ministry. That's the church in the world. That's the church in the world. And just gathering in um, f- for a lunch or for a dinner and talking about what you're doing and how you're getting it done yeah. and it's it could you could call it networking you can call it whatever you yeah. want but I want to do that quarterly in the Austin area and people will be flying in I know right? I'm like Cheryl next time I'm in I'm going I'm going to Austin <laughs> and and what I would love to do is to breathe life and mm-hmm. to to breathe purpose and um, pray for those women and <clears throat> excuse me um, remind them that we're in this together. Yeah, we're in this together, and how can we support one another? Um, yeah, at, from a distance. I love that. It's so important. Yeah, that's really good. I can't wait to come because I'm invited, right? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Will you sit next to me? Yes. Thank you. Save me a seat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we are all about purpose. Yes. Knowing your purpose. What is exactly your purpose? You break out what your is my purpose? I want to read it because it's really important to me, and I just um, updated it. I want to break out my phone and take a picture while you do okay. this. Okay. Um, I innovate and present ideas that activate transformation and equip the generations. Mm. And that just means that I am called to um, bring out the gold yeah. in people, identify um, the lost dream or mm-hmm. help someone strategize in their life to um, to become a fuller uh, version of who yeah. God has called them to be. You're good and at it. I, thank you. When I say call out the gold, I took that from my friend Danielle Cook. Oh. Um, and um, she's a, an incredible wordsmith. But I honestly think we're all called to call mm-hmm. out the gold, mm-hmm. but it's something that I really love to do because people sometimes forget who yeah. they are. Yeah, they do. What I love what you said that's in your current, your that because you just formulated that. I did. Because you got some clarity around, but the word generations is in it, mm-hmm. and that word has always been a part right. of your vision. It has been. And so you might have gotten 
clarity as far as how to communicate it. Mm-hmm. But ever since I can remember, you have said, I am a mother. I forget how you would say it. I'm a mother to a generations. Is, how, is that how, did I get it right? Mother to the generations is one way that I say it, but I also call myself another mother. That's what you would say, another yes. Because you had, you you always, yeah. and for a while you had three or four girls living yeah. with you and your sister, yes. Sissy, yeah. and just mentored them, mm-hmm. and so you you knew that's how you were mothering. Right. Because and, I don't have children, and yeah. I'm not married, and um, one of the things the Lord showed me through the years is you are a mother. Yeah. You're a mother to the generations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And here's the and deal. And it's stuck. That's something oh, that you knew for a long time. Absolutely. And it's never gone away. And I think that's he had to. Know. He had to give that to me because I was devastated mm. that I didn't have my own children. Mm-hmm. And so when he, um, when I became aware of that, it settled everything for me. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. I think we've already talked about this, but I just want to end it here. Okay. For our listeners. How... If you're dreaming, how do you keep it alive? I think we've said it so many different ways as we're talking. Right. But it's because the struggle is real. It is so real. But what is just that last little bit that we can take away? How do you keep that dream alive? You keep talking about it. Mm -hmm. And you keep doing the little things. And identify a dream launcher friend. Yeah. I think it's important that we don't lose the significance of having someone or a community who understands who you are and where you're going and can cheer you on and cattle prod you or you know put put the reins pull the reins out when you think you need to go one direction and you know they can pull you back yeah and write it down so that you can Mm. go back and look at all of the things that you've accomplished Habakkuk 2 3 is my favorite Mm. write it down yes make it plain and we did that five steps we did five things every week really good thanks for being my first oh thank you yes and talking thank about you. dreams very excited about you this. once again are helping me launch dreams wow it's like we're in barnes and nobles all over again right <laughs> but we're in your studio but oh yeah we're this in is your my studio. studio yes that's what we'll say yes <laughs> but it's really my nook <laughs> my little spot in the house that i have it's online this little space i'll take it yeah right, well thank you thank you Hey, thanks for joining us today. And if you want to chat more, we would love to meet you face to face. Every month in Austin, Texas, we host a free event called Gather Her, and you're invited. It's a night where faith, fashion, fun, and friends collide. If you don't live in Austin or just love to read, join our online community where you'll find weekly devotionals and resources you can take with you everywhere. A very special thanks to our CW friends who support this podcast and all of our programs through monthly donations. It's because of your generosity, women around the world are being equipped and empowered to be who they are created to be. For all of this and more, visit createdwoman.net and be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And a special shout out to our producer, Taylor Stearns, who made this all possible. I'm Heather Frierson, and you're listening to Girl Talk from Created Woman.